This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, December 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. A proposal to cash N95s. California's new climate bills. New House Ag Chair sets priorities. And Senate Chair has questions for Vilsack. A new bill proposes an N95 stockpile for farm workers. Assembly Ag Chair Robert Rebus of Hollister has co-authored a bill that would charge Cal OSHA with establishing a stockpile of N95 respirators to deploy to farm workers working under wildfire smoke. Without adequate protections, our farm workers risk lifelong debilitating illnesses, he said in a statement. Strike teams at regional Cal OSHA offices would distribute the masks to employers. Climate resilience bond returns. Three state senators have revived a bond measure that would deliver $5.5 billion to various projects aimed at wildlife prevention, safe drinking water, drought preparation, and flood protection. If approved by voters in 2022, the measure would allocate $1.5 billion for safe drinking water and protecting water supply and water quality from climate risks. Another $190 million would go toward protecting agricultural lands from climate risks. This includes practices to improve soil health and sequester carbon, recharge groundwater, and provide fish and wildlife habitat. Funding would also go to projects improving water efficiency and drought tolerance. The bill carves out $190 million for farmland conservation easements as well. Lawmakers pitch more environmental bills in opening days. Legislators introduced a number of other measures uh, yesterday, several related to agriculture. One bill offers incentives for clean trucks and tractors. Another would add goals for removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere through natural and working lands. Another measure aims to develop climate adaptation plans that would consider the effects on agriculture, among many other areas. At least four bills, meanwhile, are related to banning or limiting natural gas connections in new buildings. Climate change tops Scott House Ag Agenda. The next chairman of the House Agriculture Committee tells AgriPulse that climate policy will be a top priority for the panel in the next Congress. Georgia Democrat David Scott said he wants to bring in scientists and engineers to testify before the committee on ways to help farmers navigate the future and solutions to climate change. Keep in mind, on that score, Scott's priorities will be in line with the incoming Biden administration, for which climate policy is certain to be a major focus during 2021. Scott acknowledged the politics of the issue, but he also said he wants to have a solutions-oriented conversation. Pennsylvania GOP Representative Glenn Thompson, who will take over as the committee's ranking member, said climate is a priority for him, too, but he wants to make sure that it doesn't result in overregulation. For more on our interviews with Scott and Thompson, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We'll also have a look at the top economist bullish forecast for the U.S. farm economy. Ag Resource President Dan Bossi expects farm income to be well above average next year because of strong commodity markets. Bozeman has questions for Vilsack if he's ag pick. President-elect Joe Biden is expected to announce his choice of agriculture soon. Tom Vilsack appears likely to be asked to take the job again, according to multiple reports. 
Vilsack served as Agriculture Secretary through Barack Obama's administration and would be a logical choice to carry out Biden's climate policy when it comes to agriculture. Vilsack advised Biden's campaign on how to frame the climate debate for farmers and rural voters, including paying farmers for climate-friendly practices. Senator John Bozeman, who will become either chair or ranking Republican on the Senate Ag Committee in January, isn't ready yet to endorse Vilsack. Bozeman told AgriPulse, we want to know kind of where he's at with things like climate, how that's going to affect the ag community, if he's going to be supportive of mainstream agriculture. By the way, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa said he would support Vilsack's nomination and would be willing to introduce him at his confirmation hearing. Grassley told reporters, I like what Vilsack did as Secretary of Agriculture for eight years. If he was in for another four years, it would be okay with me. Vilsack, a former governor of Iowa. In the meantime, some progressive groups have been trying to head off Vilsack's nomination. Food and Water Watch Policy Director Mitch Jones said Vilsack has made a career of catering to the whims of corporate agriculture giants, some of whom he has gone to work for while failing to fight for struggling family farmers at every turn. Food and Water Watch endorsed Representative Marsha Fudge of Ohio, but she reportedly will be picked for the Department of Housing and Urban Development. She told reporters last night she hadn't been offered the job yet, but would be honored to serve. Water Resources Bill nears final action. A water resources bill that should make it easier to fund inland waterway projects is one step away from the president's desk. The House yesterday passed the compromise reauthorization bill by voice vote, sending it to the Senate for action. Under the bill, 65% of the funding for inland waterway projects would come from general funds. The Inland Waterways Trust Fund, which is funded with barge tax revenue, would be responsible for the other 35%. Project costs are now split 50-50 between those two sources. The new Water Resources Development Act also would authorize additional spending on port projects through the Harbor Maintenance Trust Fund. Report. Rural residents get vaccinated less. Vaccinating rural residents for COVID-19 could be especially challenging given the relatively low vaccination rates for the flu among Medicare patients in rural areas. That according to an analysis by USA Today. Rural counties from West Texas to northern Nebraska to the upper peninsula of Michigan had some of the country's lowest vaccination rates, the newspaper reported, citing data from 2017. The pattern, quote, holds true across America. The more rural the county, the lower flu vaccination rates tended to be. In the meantime, the League of United Latin American Citizens is calling for prioritization of distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine to food and agriculture workers alongside doctors, nurses, and first responders. Advisors to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, healthcare workers, and people living in long-term care facilities should be the top priority. Here's today's He Said It. You know, I'm going to let Joe Biden handle that. I've got my hands full over here trying to deal with all the things I've got to deal with. That Representative David Scott, Georgia Democrat, would ask about Tom Vilsack returning as Ag Secretary. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, December 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.